there. How's it going, everybody? That's right. If you're hearing my voice, it is another magical episode of the Coven Podcast, where we talk about all things feminism, all things in the media, and we stir it into the cauldron and see what bubbles up. And recently, um, there's been some issues with asexual representation in media or Mm. kind of the lack thereof. Now, um, you might not know what asexuality is off the top of your head, but we're here to teach you at the Coven. I'm yep. your host, Daily Wilhelm. The Witch of the Wavelengths joining me today is... The lovely Cora Wilson, your Druid of Decibels. And... Kaylee Fugate, the Sorceress of the Soundbite. Oh. Nice. Thanks. I dig it. <laughs> Thought of that during a nap. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the most magical things happen, I yeah. think. Yeah. Very true. During naps. Naps I can either be agree. magical or terrible. <laughs> yeah. It, like, have you ever just napped too hard yes. and then the rest yes. of the day is just in a fog? Literally 30 <laughs> minutes ago. Hey. <laughs> well... We'll try to fix that with whatever magic we can wrestle up here at the coven. Mm-hmm. So, asexuality. Who here has heard of this before, mm-hmm. like, maybe the last couple years? I know bits and pieces, but that's it. Yeah, I've um, heard of asexuality. I actually heard about it in uh, eighth grade. Eighth grade, wow. wow. I had a friend that was like, I think I'm asexual. And I was like, what the is that? <laughs> I don't, what? Yeah, there, there's some confusion because, like, Obviously, you might remember from, like, eighth grade biology class, mm-hmm. like, uh, certain organisms can reproduce asexually, yeah. which means they don't need to have another organism involved at all to create offspring. And that's why I was so confused. I was like, you can't <laughs> physically be asexual. <laughs> you are you a human being, I do believe. Yeah. A- eighth grade me was like, you're not a sponge. I don't. <laughs> yeah. But words are often more defined by their use colloquially than mm-hmm. it is like the dictionary term. Yeah, like yeah. we we don't use certain words the same way that it's like entirely defined. Like the word like, which I say mm-hmm. a lot on a podcast. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it in that certain dictionary term. Yeah. But asexuality, as it's been more recently known as, is essentially just you d- d- don't you don't feel sexual attraction towards mm-hmm. someone, or if you do. It's not, like, just anyone that you find necessarily attractive. Sometimes it's with a very certain person, and that's called, like, demisexuality, which is a whole different thing. Um, I'm demisexual, so, like, the demisexuality is just that, like, in order to have, like, a physical relationship, you have to have, like, a connection to someone. It can't just be, like, oh, hey, I'm Cora. Oh, you're Tim? Okay, let's go. Okay, Tim. (laughs) Hey, Tim. (laughs) Hey, Tim. Um, But, like, you have to have... uh, an emotional connection really mm-hmm. and i um know quite a few people that are that have realized that they're more demisexual right and you know it's it's unlike asexual which is the like you said like more of like the absence of like physical attraction yeah. like there's it's not that you abhor sex which some asexuals do like they're like no absolutely yeah. not sex repellent i think is and, the yeah. term yeah and some are just like eh, i mean i could go without it i could go with it i have a friend who's like that like her and her partner you know you know are physical but she's you know more or less like eh. i mean i could go without i could go with it yeah which it should be mentioned that asexuality is different from being aromantic which Mm -hmm. is just like i'm not attracted to people's personality or anything about them i'm i'm good on my own yeah but uh asexuality is just like 
sex, eh, <laughs> eh, <laughs> eh. Which, yeah, so um, The Invisible Orientation, an introduction to asexuality, was written by uh, Julie Sandra Decker, which I found some interesting excerpts from this book online. And she kind of, like, has an outline for, like, how to mm-hmm. diagnose yourself as asexual, which it's not... It will be brought up later that some people view asexuality as a disease Ugh, or as a yes. mental disorder, and I, I don't agree with that I don't at agree all. With that so, no one we'll, I'm using the we'll, word diagnose. We'll get, I'm we'll not get meaning that. that. But uh, we'll get to so, that. like some questions, like do you find other people like sexy, sexually attractive? Um, mm-hmm. Do you experience sexual attraction at all? Are you like oh Robert Downey Jr. Oh whatever? <laughs> insert celebrity here. Um, and think that if you were to enter in a relationship with mm-hmm. that person that you would find them sexually satisfying. Uh, do you think sex is okay but not particularly important or interesting, mm-hmm. et cetera, kind of things like that. So it's it's not like I'm a robot and I don't feel attraction <laughs> at all. Yeah. It's just like that particular side of relationships. Eh, eh, yeah. Eh. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's a lot like my friend. You know, she, like she doesn't, hate sex like she she just like and she finds people like you know appealing but she like i said she could go with or without it like it does like she more so just likes the person yeah which is you know a spectrum of the asexual or asexuality yeah yeah i think people oftentimes makes asexual people out to be like robots like you said and they're just cold and unfeeling but i have a friend who came out in high school as asexual, and she is the most lively, bubbly person, touchy-feely person you could ever meet. Mm-hmm. It's just that she wasn't attracted to anyone like that, but she wanted to be connected to people, just mm-hmm. not sexually, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's important to see it as, like, it's not one of those, like, defining features of yeah. a person yeah. either. It's like any other part of the spectrum. Like, mm-hmm. all gay people aren't, like, one way. All lesbian yeah. people aren't one way. All asexual people aren't one way. Um, that said, though, typically uh, representation in media is one way when it comes mm-hmm. to any kind of sexuality. Like, yeah. we all know the gay best friend trope, etc. Yeah. Or, like, the butch lesbian um, or the bisexual that cheats on. Oh people. yeah, that's that's one of my favorites personally. Oh, <sighs> that's terrible. The longest sigh. Um, <laughs> we don't have time for the longest sigh, but no. just insert that there. Yeah. Um, but so recently, there's been a couple um, characters in media that are more or less better representations mm-hmm. of asexuality, yeah. and that includes. Um, Jughead from Archie Comics, which, like, Archie Comics is, like, really surprisingly really, really Mm. progressive. Yeah. Um, I remember reading him as a kid, and I was just like, wow, this is, like, really nice. Because I remember, like, as a kid, you know, you really want, like, Archie to get with, like... um, the blonde girl i forget her name for some betty betty and then you know there's veronica who also wants to get with archie and i'm thinking i'm like you know i'd rather like veronica be with like jughead and like you know naturally you're always like okay you know i want these two to get together and these two get together but like i i remember reading as a kid like i always felt like jughead and veronica went together but like didn't go together and i could never find the right word of why until i actually learned about asexuality and Mm -hmm. i was like that makes a lot more sense with like jughead and veronica yeah yeah if you do that pairing i mean i don't know (laughs) right how he came out too in the comics was really interesting because uh someone was talking to him about like all the different gay guys in the Mm -hmm. school and that like it was to the point where people felt comfortable coming out 
and they just offhandedly mentioned it. it's like you know well you're asexual and he's like oh yeah and it's just like <laughs> moving on anyway moving on. like yeah. that's not a big you no, know thing which deal. which it shouldn't be treated no. as a big thing like um when media first you know was gay it was like i'm gay and it was like <gasps> yes and then with and then you know as it's gone on it's like yeah i'm gay so anyway um back to the more important thing and i yeah. like that they handle jughead's you know, coming out as that. I was like, yeah, I'm asexual anyway. So Anyway, so, yeah. And it, it really makes sense for his character because mm-hmm. his character's always been, like, more interested in food than anything else. Oh, yeah. The burgers. <laughs> I don't know a lot about <laughs> Archie. That's where me and Jughead connect on a deep <laughs> level. Yeah. Right? Jughead is my spirit animal. <laughs> but uh, Milkshakes and burgers. So, uh, Archie Comics was recently, um, I think last year or the year before made into Riverdale mm. which is the CW's answer to I guess making like a teen show but <laughs> naturally because it's the CW it has to be kind of dark and yeah. edgy um, which I wouldn't usually translate no. into Archie Comics either Archie Comics just bringing all the surprises but uh, and in Riverdale um, Jughead is played by Cole Sprouse as Ooh. in one of the twins from Sweet Life and Zack and Cody. I don't know whether he was Zack or Cody. I think he was Cody. He was a smart one, wasn't he? Cody was a smart one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was Cody. Cool. So, Cody. <laughs> so, uh, but in this first season, people were like, well, is he is he going to be asexual? Is he not? And uh, it doesn't work that way. And um. in the second season, I do believe he has a very steamy relationship with Betty. Like... Extended oh. scenes of making out and etc. on screen. That makes me wonder, though, because there are so many, like, there are more in-depth spectrums of asexuality. If they're going for the more like, eh, asexual mm-hmm. or the no, no way type of asexual, yeah. which it seems like if he does have that steamy relationship with Betty, then they're more so going with the eh, sort of like I don't mind either way. Yeah, Jughead, but again, you know, right? Not sure. Yeah, Cole Sprouse himself said uh, this was during the filming of the first season. He said, uh, "I personally would love to see the exploration of like Jughead being asexual, um, but it seems they're not going to explore that angle." And to me, that's unfortunate. To be quite honest, um, he even mentioned that you know that's a canon thing. Yeah, like yeah. we we all agree on that. There's no debating that. Um, but. Uh, at the same time, writers, especially recently, now that mm-hmm. people are like, hey, so he's asexual, but you're, you're doing the not asexual thing. You're doing the sexual thing, actually, yeah. Yeah. Um, that they were like, well, you know, they're young and, you know, you're still discovering yourself when you're because they're supposed to be like 15, which also oh. makes me a little uncomfortable because oh. it's always these 20 year old actors playing 15 yeah. year olds. But uh, they're like, you know, things could change, which. To me, I don't I don't know how I feel about that answer. What do you guys think? Yeah, what do you think, Kaylee? Um the thing about TV shows when it comes to sexual orientation just all around, I think that's their answer for everything. They're too young to know. But <laughs> I you know, in high school, I knew a lot of people who were gay. I knew a lot of people who were bi and they knew who they were. They were very firm in uh their uh sexual orientation and I don't think that's really an answer because they're too young. Yeah, it's almost a fix-it point, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. feels kind of like a cop out where yeah. it's just like, Shh, stop being angry. <laughs> we don't have we don't have an answer for you not to be angry, but stop being stop. informed. Yeah, stop being informed. 
You know, these dang fans trying to dedicate themselves to a show. No. How dare that's they? That's wrong. But you mentioned, <laughs> Kaylee, the fix-it plotline, yeah. which brings us to uh, uh, arguably better representation of asexuality. Uh, so BoJack Horseman, which I haven't personally watched, but mm-hmm. I hear is a fantastic show all around. And they, they do, like, take on some serious issues. Like, yeah. this last season, I think there was, like, a whole episode about abortion that got a lot oh. of uh, praise and a lot of protest naturally as well, well yeah. uh, naturally. as it happens. But um, one of the characters on there, Todd, who's voiced by Aaron Paul, two first names, it's hard to remember it for is. me, but uh, <laughs> Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad, um, his character recently in an episode described himself as asexual. Um, the specific quote was uh, in... It was like his ex-girlfriend who was talking to him and was like, are you gay? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He said, I'm not gay. I mean, I don't think I am, but I don't think I'm straight either. I don't know what I am. I think I might be nothing, which is like, that translates pretty solidly to... Yeah, it's pretty clear. Yeah, asexual. But uh, so... But it didn't end there. It didn't be like, oh, okay, I accept you. Uh, uh, His ex kind of pushed it. Yeah. It was like maybe if you do this thing you'll know or maybe like if we do this thing you'll you'll definitely know that you're this. You can't just be nothing and it's yeah. like yeah you 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 can be nothing. Yeah. Or you have to like someone was one of the quotes she said like <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. like do you not like girls and it's like I don't I don't really like anyone. <laughs> like <laughs> No. Do you like anybody? No, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and even Bojack at some point during the episode, I think uh, he was like, why don't you guys go check if the bed works? Oh, oh wink, yeah. wink. No. And it, it was just him getting kind of increasingly uncomfortable. There wasn't necessarily a point where it was like, guys, I'm asexual, but he just yeah. kept kind of being like, no, <laughs> no. No, let's, let's not. Not interested. Not interested. Mm-hmm. Not interested. So uh, that fix-it plotline that you brought up, Kaylee, mm-hmm. it's it's a pretty uh, strong theme whenever asexuality is mentioned in mm-hmm. shows or movies, etc. It's asexuality is kind of seen as something to fix. Mm-hmm. Which uh, a a good character example of asexuality that comes to mind um, is Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. And if you remember when Big Bang Theory first started, he was very like almost sex repulsed like mm-hmm. al- like almost yeah. on that edge of you know i want nothing to do with another human being like that i'm not interested in that you know i'm scientific da, da, da. and um the actor i forget his name i feel so terrible um but he the won sheldon cooper guy the sheldon cooper guy <laughs> um he won so many awards for his betrayal of that type of character and then enter amy i love amy as a character i love the actress um but as soon as they sort of got into a romantic relationship and then especially after they first had sex, you know, or what we assume to be have sex um, and started a physical relationship, the character kind of became not new- unique. It's almost as if having sex fixed him and made him more normal, which is something that, you know, we, you know, liked Sheldon not being. Right. Because it isn't, isn't kind of, I've never watched Big Bang Theory because, mm-hmm. frankly, I can't stand it. But <laughs> that's just my opinion. That doesn't have to be everyone's opinion. Yeah. But uh, um, that he he just kind of doesn't understand social cues yeah. and is, yeah. like, very smart. But he's, he's on the autistic spectrum, I believe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we mentioned that on another episode, Shameless Plug. Go check that out. But uh, <laughs> that 
they've never like outright said it yeah, but yeah. he definitely seems like he is and a lot of people are like well this is a good example mm-hmm. but the writers won't outright say it or like the actors won't but we all believe it on the inside it's yeah. just one of those wide head cannons. so he kind of went from this you know really good representation for those on the autistic spectrum and asexual spectrum to just like another normal character because like now when you watch it it seems like he gets social cues more easily and like you know all that which i believe that people can ultimately you know outgrow like not understanding social cues probably Mm -hmm. but you know it it took away from the fundamentals of this really good representation yeah do you do you think he's good representation because he's kind of more nearing that robotic uh, stereotype <clears throat> though because he's so scientific and he like knows all these things and doesn't understand social cues I think he was more of a good representation of like you can still be a person in your own person if you're you know you're on a spectrum you know both the spectrums but you know it's not like concrete mm-hmm. I feel like he was a good representation for like more of the extreme like yes yeah, some people can be this way but you know like I said, he kind of got lost. He kind of got lost. Don't we all just kind of get lost along the way? <laughs> Let's be really real here for a minute, guys. Like, really but, real. Really real. But um, so after he had sex, he kind mm-hmm. of was like more normal. Yeah. And that's kind of the opinion, viewpoint, etc. that a lot of uh, shows and movies kind of uh, take. So I've never watched I want to watch this movie now just because of like how it's been described. But there was a 2012 movie called The Olivia Experiment. And its tagline is a comedy about sexual disorientation. Gross. That's just <laughs> an awful tagline, even without this conversation it's an awful tagline it sounds like it's from like the middle of the 90s when like all those rom-coms were coming out bad rom-com right and you know the trailers that were over the top like this is bob and shows him like (laughs) falling over and having a bad day and then he meets (laughs) tina and then tina is like you know wacky and kooky whatever you'll never believe what happens next (laughs) but you probably will this summer <laughs> like you know that voice yeah this <laughs> the summer. trailer voice i love it we need to make this let's make this movie guys. Yeah. bob and tina bob and tina i should but them. in uh this particular one olivia is a grad student and she has mm-hmm. a boyfriend but they've never had sex oh. and that's seen as an issue oh. Um, oh no yeah yeah so essentially what the plot is is that uh she's a grad student she's very very smart she's mm-hmm. kind of in that stereotype of she's more focused on her work yeah. and her studies and her boyfriend's kind of like well you know <laughs> we're dating so that means we're supposed to have sex right and she's like no. it does it and she's like i really think you know that i'm, I'm just sex isn't for me i don't mm-hmm. think it ever outright says i doubt it would ever outright say asexual yeah. but i think he's just it's coming from the viewpoint where he's like you're confused i'm going to help you that's just just painful oh that's so painful it's like condescending yeah it is like like, i'm the only one that can help you (laughs) thanks my prince charming more like prince harming me puns for days guys here at the coven (laughs) boo (laughs) boo (laughs) but like 
I just, if I do watch this movie, I'm just going to throw popcorn at the screen the entire time. Why would you waste popcorn like that? I know, but (laughs) why would I waste my time on that movie? But, uh, so, and in the end, they have sex and he fixes her. So there's kind of that overall theme of like, this is, if you're asexual, it's inconvenient to other people. Because but other people not, might want to have sex with you. Like, you could give the best cuddles or, like, have, like, the best evening with someone because, you know, personalities matter. Yeah. Without, like, you know, sex or, like, you know, any of that stuff that people, that some people do. Like, you know, you can have a great relationship with someone and never have sex. Or... You know, rarely what? have sex or what? yeah, pretend like, to be shocked. Like there's there's <laughs> these there's these things called bodies that um <clears throat> sometimes they have appendages and like other characteristics that are like super cool to other people, but like <laughs> on the inside there's this thing called a brain that gives you a personality and like those are attractive too. <laughs> <laughs> Lessons by Cora. <laughs> and like sometimes those people attract like attached to those personalities are like really cool <laughs> yay and like wouldn't you know <laughs> oh, i just hate when people are like you know judge people based upon the characteristics on the outside and yeah like, because that we're two attractive people we must do the thing which i think is more so a social construct that's been like embedded into our young minds and everything like you know the sex thing um because <laughs> the sex thing the all sex caps, thing all caps that we have to do um apparently but really like you don't have to do it at all i, I keep like waving my fingers like in like this weird way of like doing the sex thing it's magic <laughs> the magic cabin. which you know you don't have to do it with anybody which you know consent is sexy yeah it, <laughs> plot lines like these really suggest that kind of the ultimate point of a relationship is to have sex no, when that's not that, that shouldn't be like if the, if that's what you're after like with your tinder date that's fine yeah, but in the long tinder. run if you're trying to spend the rest of your life with someone you're, you're probably going to do more things than have sex with each other just like not I to would. judge anyone's stamina but like yeah. <laughs> gotta like, take a break sometime maybe talk to each other like get some food yeah stay hydrated go guys. outside <laughs> like you need your vitamin d C, D, D is the sun. No D is the sun. Yeah, D is the sure. sun. <laughs> C is Lessons oranges. By Cora. <laughs> I'm learning so much today, guys. I'm oh, learning so much. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> but uh, so the Olivia experiment. Not I'm. I'm not gonna watch that one. It's gonna yeah. have to yeah. be a hard pass for me. Yeah. Hard pass. Hard pass. <clears throat> general general consensus is a hard pass. But I have watched House. Um, which I miss dearly. I loved that show. But uh, in its eighth season, episode nine, if you're curious, there was an episode that talked about asexuality that um, this couple came in and they were like, oh, you know, we're, we're asexual. We, we never have sex. And they were married and they had a relationship mm-hmm. that obviously went beyond sex. Like we said, you, you can have one of those. Um, but like House was like, oh, that doesn't exist. And it was, they were uh, Dr. Wilson's uh, patients. And as it turned out, he, the husband wound up having a tumor that was inhibiting his sex drive and that the wife was just pretending to be asexual to humor him. Yeah, I remember that episode. I, I don't know if I have a problem with that because like. On the one hand, like, okay, you know, that's that's very kind of the wife to be like, hey, yeah, okay, I'm okay with the no sex thing. But, I mean, 
that also kind of makes it seem like you know asexuality is just a physical problem like oh you don't you want, have a tumor <laughs> yeah you you don't want sex because That's something inside of your body is inhibiting you mm-hmm. and like that that's not cool like some people just don't like sex and you know you don't always have to have a medical or you know mental reason yeah what sometimes you- it's just who you are sometimes there's not going to be like you said a medical reason mm-hmm. if that's who you are then go with it that because that's where you're going to be your happiest is who you are and being firm in who you are yeah yeah, yeah. that's where i kind of take issue with like the wife lying about yeah. it because mm-hmm. it's like you can be in a relationship with someone that's asexual and not be asexual yourself yeah there's there's a lot you can do guys uh-huh. but <laughs> uh i won't go into detail with that yeah. but just know there's a lot to learn from the coven here today <laughs> if anything but all the lessons but yeah i mean house is a bad example because you know the character house himself is just dismissive of everything that's oh, yeah. true yeah with him being like asexuality is a joke it's not real which, you know, that's, that's House's personality. That's his personality. Yeah. But for the show to kind of be like, oh, there's a way to medically fix this. This was a medical problem. <laughs> I'm kind of like, eh, like, maybe you know, not the best. It's, it's not the best representation of asexuality because, you know, the medical problem. And yeah. I just, uh, I don't know. I don't have a problem with it, but I do have a problem. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the fence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to agree with that. Yeah. Because, you know, it's just... Asexual Ugh. people, you don't have tumors, probably, <laughs> but it is important to Go get to checked your doctor every yeah. now and again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go to the doctor. Please. Everyone should. Be that's, healthy. That's everyone. Absolutely everyone. But try to be healthy. But um, in terms of representation, there's there's a show, Sirens, which I never watched. I think it was about like yeah. ambulance drivers. EMTs in like, hmm. Chicago, I believe. Mm-hmm. And there was one character, like one of the main characters, called Voodoo, which <laughs> I... <laughs> okay, what? I don't. I don't have any context beyond like the summary that I read. So hey, here I'm we go. Voodoo. But um, Who names and a child voodoo. Yeah, and she maybe it was a nickname. Maybe it oh. wasn't. Maybe it's her legal name. That I, would be interesting on I a would. license. But <laughs> hello, I'm Voodoo. Hi. Um, <laughs> but she identified as asexual, and that was always made into kind of a joke. Mm, and there were like yeah. there was like an entire episode revolving around someone taking her to a strip club oh. and being like. You'll feel something. Yeah. Something uh, will happen here. I just, I hate that. I feel like I'm talking so much about it, but, like, I just have so many problems with, like, people saying one thing, like, being like, I have black hair, and then, like, you taking me somewhere and being like, actually, let's go get you blonde <laughs> hair. <laughs> Surprise. And, <laughs> like, you don't, change you. you don't have black hair. Like, yeah. black hair isn't your thing. And You're I'm confused. Just, yeah. Like, you know, it's like. Why can't people just accept, like, like how we've accepted people being like, I'm gay and being like, okay. Like, why can't we accept asexual people like that? Why can't we have that moment in Archie Comics where yeah. Jeff was like, I'm asexual, and everyone's like, okay, move on. Like, mean, why does that uh, have to be? Why do we have to fix people that are yeah. asexual? Yeah. Like, they're not. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> so only, many emotions. Like, to try to see from that side of things which like I don't agree with that side of things at all but I guess I think what people have issues with is that like sex drive is very human and also we live in a very sex drive like driven culture like yeah 
the you know hackneyed old phrase sex sells like we are very driven by that and a lot of our media features that and it kind of then is like the social construct is that like that's the thing that you should be after or at Mm -hmm. least it should be very important to you yeah so then when people are like no nah it's (laughs) like wait what hold on there's something wrong here because it's so fundamentally different. I think people's brains sort of break a little yeah. bit, like like <laughs> yeah. you said, because we're just like, wait, but sex is important. We don't, what? Huh? 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 And then you're just like, well, I need to help you because sex is important. And then they're like, no, you're, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. There, there can be some really horrific things, too, with people who think that they're helping. Mm-hmm. I recently learned about the terrifying thing called corrective rape. Oh, so, that just sounds terrifying. Yeah, and th- this is something that affects people, um, like gay people as well, because mm-hmm. sometimes it's like, I can, I can make you like guys, yeah. or I can make you like girls, vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, it can happen to anyone, but um, a lot of asexual people have shared um, experiences where they were dating someone, and they were like, you know, I'm just, I'm just not into that. I just don't want to do that. And then it's like, I'm going to show you it, and you're, you're going to like sex. And it's like, that wasn't sex then. That's rape if you're forcing someone. Yeah. Um, and that's probably not going to change anyone's mind. No, no. I know that if I have a traumatic experience, I'm not going to want to do the experience again. Yeah. Like, to equate it to, like, say I go swimming in the ocean and I almost drown. I'm not going to want to go in the ocean You again. just need to try it. No. You just need to try no. drowning no. more often. No. <laughs> try drowning. You'll love it. I <laughs> promise. It. So, like, you know. If, All the kids are doing If it. I tell you that I don't want sex, you know, that's a verbal, non-consensual, like, I don't want sex. And you're like, no, we're going to do sex. Like, that's not... That's not going to make me want sex again. Yeah. It's it's really disappointing to hear about things like this. Uh, I'm really sad that this is a thing because that's the thing about asexuality is uh, like that book title. It's an invisible orientation. It's not something that you can necessarily like identify someone as because uh, asexual people can be possibly because it's asexuality is different from being romantic with someone yeah. so asexual people can be gay asexual people can mm-hmm. be etc bi whatever but generally you can't like see someone like walking hand in hand with their significant other especially if they're of the opposite sex and be like asexual person yeah yeah i feel like asexuality is definitely like i think like i was saying earlier it's like this its own little spectrum of itself mm-hmm. of you know, contact and romanticism and non-romanticism and connection. And I feel like um, a lot of people try to erase asexuality as well. Yeah, I think <clears throat> that the whole thing with Riverdale, that's what a lot of people were like, we, we don't have a lot to go off of. So then when you take that one example away, it really hurts. Yeah. Because like having representation which has been the overall theme of this podcast the entire time it's been running for uh over two years now which is awesome yeah happy Um, birthday happy birthday (laughs) i don't know when it was but happy birthday (laughs) i think it was in october maybe that would make sense perfect but the overall theme has been like representation is important because when you see that in media media then reflects reality and reality then reflects media it's this vicious circle and if you don't see that then you don't really have anything to go off of when you run into that in real life 
And if you have those positive representations, like, oh, you're asexual, like Jughead, I get it. Yeah. Then that makes things so much easier than, wait, 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 what, what is asexual? I don't think, I think you're confused. Mm-hmm. Um, it can just make conversations that much easier and better to understand. Representation is important, guys. But um, that said, kind of like the last question I want to ask you guys, do you think that um, asexuality is kind of on the same? It's hard to equate things, but do you think that people who identify as asexual will face the same kind of discrimination as people who identify as queer? Um, I think discrimination in all forms of just kind of across the board, each like sexuality probably experiences it differently. Um, asexual, I'm sure there's there's discrimination out there. By telling stories, people will understand it more. Um, but I'm sure I'm sure there's discrimination out there. Maybe not on the same level as queer, or on a different scale as queer. Mm-hmm. I actually am gonna be a bit. Uh, criticize the queer community a little bit. I feel like of all the discrimination that um, asexual people get, it is from the queer community. Um, Which, you know, like, not always. I'm not saying that the entire queer community is like, no, asexual. Um, But I feel like, you know, more of the non-queer community is like, I just don't understand asexuality. But they're not going to go out of their way to be like, you're asexual, you can't be in this space. I feel like asexual people get more of the discrimination from queer spaces. Like, oh, you're asexual, well then you can't be in here because, you know, we're not asexual or something like that. So There's a feeling that, like, so queer people are fighting for their own rights mm-hmm. and recognition, but then to add asexuality onto mm-hmm. that, it's like you're you're trying to take away power from our movement or I, co-op. Yeah. I think so in a way, which again, like not all queer people are discriminatory towards other you know letters in the long, you know LGBTQA plus, mm-hmm. um, you know community. But I feel like people should be more accepting of asexuality or at least be able to open up their minds to understand it especially in queer spaces because they're already a much you know larger minority that's such an oxymoron larger minority yeah (laughs) um than you know bisexual people um but i feel like of the letters in lgbtqa uh the b and the a definitely get more discrimination than um others especially in the queer community yeah 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 i think within the queer community which all communities have their problems yeah. and we we should always discuss those things but i do think that there's a general issue with um sexual orientations that mm-hmm. include opposite sex because for the longest time the fight has been for same sex same sex so then when there's like people who identify as bi or people who identify as asexual and they could still have opposite sex partners, mm-hmm. then it's like, well, then you're not fighting for anything or whatever, yeah. um, which isn't true at all. Everyone faces discrimination, whatever you identify yeah. as. I, I mean, there's so many different ways that the world can be horrible to people, unfortunately. <laughs> Very yeah. True. But yeah, I think discrimination <coughs> in all forms needs to be spoken out against. Mm. And whether that's against whatever it is, unless it's like 
justified like i think we should discriminate to uh nazis yeah i think think that's understandable (laughs) yeah Um, i really want to say you know nazis but you know freaking nazis freaking nazis freaking nazis (laughs) you know they go go back to the 1940s go away (laughs) just time travel back shoo shoo go and die there please yes like yeah uh that's the only form of discrimination Mm -hmm. i will probably stand for but yeah, like I said, all forms, whatever people may face, I think we need to have conversations about that in order to recognize it because you don't get anywhere without being like, this is a thing and admitting to yourself that we have issues with asexual representation in media and then that in turn affects how asexual people function in the real yeah. world as well. But yeah, so got a little heavy there at the end. Yeah, but I think, sorry about that. No, <laughs> no, I think important conversations to have. And mm-hmm. I was very happy to have that with you guys. Yeah. This has been the Coven Podcast. I have been your host, Daily Wilhelm. Joining me today was the lovely Cora Wilson and the wonderful Kaylee Fugate. Thanks, guys, for joining me. Now, everyone listening, you can find all our other content here at ByteBSU.com or we're all over social media on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, and all that is at ByteBSU, capital BSU. And we're also uh, on iTunes and SoundCloud under Ball State Daily because we're here in the UML representing, doing the thing. We're united. We're unified. Um, <laughs> but be sure to check out all our other content. I mentioned some other podcasts you might be interested in earlier in this podcast. So It's really great. It's really great. It's Thanks wonderful. for listening. Have a magical day. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs>